the background blur would go forward a little bit. <laughs> For, just foreground a little. blur. Our powers yes. combined. We are just Age of Heroes. Blur. <laughs> you guys don't need filters. I think it might help a little bit. All right. I'll turn it up. I'm using one right now. This is not how I actually look. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's for the for the betterment of society that my face not actually be exposed in public forums. <laughs> Atkins is mm-hmm. actually a cartoon cat. This is his uh, human human face filter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thump thump thump. All right. His mic is working. We yes. We had that. Yeah. Both mics. All three. Hey. My all the mics are working. <clears throat> Hooray! Mike's for all. Hooray! I just, Good I, chat. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just I just saw your your thing your message saying are we starting late? I was like, why? What's happened? <laughs> Timestamps they matter. Thinking. I had a weird day today. <laughs> Were you in a Tell different time it. zone? <laughs> no, I'm okay. I don't need. It doesn't need to be discussed. It was just not somewhere it's permanently recorded forever. Exactly. Yeah, I don't need that documented. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Never say anything in the stream. You don't want read back to you in court. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. I will not be telling that story until I talk to my lawyer. <laughs> I need to discuss this with a man named Esquire. <laughs> all right i see cowart's here i think i saw papa zero cool was bef- before i even got to the to the twitch stream oh, so they're ready excellent yeah, up there going let's go guys yeah, God, come let's on get come on yeah, yeah get on with it gotta, gotta make that popcorn set up the big tv <laughs> big tv oh yeah, <laughs> yeah we are on oh, the big God. screen oh, forgot. it's a big tv of shame <laughs> i forgot <laughs> Believe me, is this in your best interest that I scoot back? <laughs> Where's that filter you were talking about? I did see that uh, video has like a like a face mapping filter. Like you can get all the get all the little dots like when they're doing the oof, oof. Why do you have saran wrap on your <laughs> It's my filter. <laughs> it's it doesn't doesn't do doesn't do what? That not a lot of justice there. It's gonna take peanut butter and just smear it on the webcam. <laughs> <laughs> You're like looking through a frosted window pane. <laughs> My I got a friend um, who used to live here, but they live uh, down in Chattanooga now. And they said um, <laughs> they they, they used to, huh? They used to live here. They used to live they here. Still do, but they used to too. <laughs> they used to live in Knoxville, no. but now they live far away, all the way in Chattanooga. Um, but no, they, they, said, they posted on Facebook the other day. They said, I heard my kids from the other room say, peanut butter is a UV reactant. And she's like, oh no, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> panic ensued. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Matt's is processing. That like a, a, a substitute tanning lotion? You could use peanut butter instead of coconut oil? It is. is that- I have no idea. <clears throat> how they determined this or what the result was <laughs> but knowing but okay. knowing the two kids whatever happened was not not ideal <laughs> that's how you learn man you make mistakes yeah. with peanut butter you live and you learn ch- ch- chunky or smooth <laughs> <laughs> you every time 
I, I agree. Right, I'm right, of, I'm of the chunky, chunky camp. Okay. You know, Heath, growing up, uh, Heath, we knew very early that he was going to be an engineer because he took apart everything. I mean, nothing was sacred. He would take anything apart. He gave him a screwdriver, and he he did. He took all the toys apart. He took several TVs apart, toasters apart. He just un, just took things apart. Really pissed me off when he took my toys apart. <laughs> that wasn't the best part. <laughs> what was this cool remote control tank that shot like rubber things at people? Like darts, little foam darts. Not foam. It was rubber. This is the eighties, man. Okay. So they wanted to hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've still got scars from the toys I had back then. <laughs> Lawn dart holes in my feet. <clears throat> but he took apart this this tank I had because he was wanting to build something out of it, like a bigger robot. And I just remember I, I lost my mind when that thing came apart. <laughs> I'm pretty. Sure, I'm pretty sure in the in the desk drawer of my of my uh, room going up, that's still there. I think there's an entire drawer of a record player. Not it was it was a record player. I think it had an eight track and it was a radio. So it was kind of a big, kind of a big thing that uh, we inherited that didn't that didn't work right. But after I got a hold of it, I said, "Well, it doesn't work right. I'll just see what see what's inside of it." Yeah, there's a lot of stuff inside of one of those things. <laughs> It's at least one desk drawer. They're all important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every single piece. Yep. It is, and all those pieces are in that one drawer. They're never to be re reassembled. Yeah, they're they're all important, especially the one that you can't find when you try to reassemble mm -hmm. it. <laughs> so Heath and I have been trying to to bring back to life my old '98 Ford Ranger, and well, I say Heath and I. Heath with me there standing. <laughs> Um, with with Matt holding the light, advisory role. Yeah, left <laughs> <laughs> the light up. Like, sorry, Dad. Sorry, Aziz. Um, night. And yeah, we've replaced. I've helped him do this stuff, but he just he knows what he's doing about pulling things out, putting things back in. And uh, there's apparently a problem with the the fuel system, fuel injector, the fuel pump getting to the the engine. Mm -hmm. which runs the truck. Uh -huh. So in order to determine this, we were checking all the fuses and went, all the fuses look good. So we pulled the, uh, the air exhaust, the air intake manifold off and he had this spray can full of fuel. Mm -hmm. And in order to determine whether or not the engine works, you spray that into the air intake and then crank over the, crank the engine up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's how we discovered that it was absolutely definitely the fuel pump because okay. that thing just lit right up. Cool. Yeah. It was really interesting. And it hadn't been started in like four or five years, so there's no oil. Like there's oil in the, in the engine, but there's no oil actually lubricating the the, the uh, pistons. Uh -huh. So turning that thing on, it sounded like a bag of hammers <laughs> just being rattled. Wagon, 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 wagon. I'm like, it didn't sound that way when I turned it off last. <laughs> anyway, that's a short story of Frankensteining an old '98 Ranger. <laughs> So take that, anybody that uh, tells a post-apocalyptic story and somebody finds a car that hasn't been driven for 25 years and then they just, like, siphon fuel into it, which wouldn't work anyway because the fuel would have dissipated. Turned it, turns <laughs> and then it, it starts, and yeah. then they drive off. Yeah. Doesn't work. Over, None of that works. Ah. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, the, uh, it's, it's funny because that's, that's the same set technique that I've used for looking for vacuum leaks 
you know, if you've got if you've got a car that's running and it's sucking air from somewhere it's not supposed to, you take you take a little little can of brake clean, which is combustible, and you just start spraying it in random spots around the engine. You're like, well, when it goes, then you say, yep, that's where the leak is. Huh. Except if you if you do it too much and you spray you spray enough of that, um, and it soaks the engine bay, then it becomes a combustible engine bay. And a friend then kaboom, yeah. Then the, <laughs> then the guy way down there <laughs> finds that not only does it have a, uh, an air leak, but it also one of the uh, one of the plugs <laughs> has a little bit of short to ground issue on the outside of the combustion chamber. And you hear fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's a it good time. Me the time I made a potato cannon. Did y'all make those mm-hmm. kids? A what? Potato cannon out of just a big PVC pipe and some flammable gas. No. That would be and irresponsible, Matt. I went to my friend's house who had already made it. <laughs> <laughs> the worst we did was shoot it at a dumpster. I mean, we didn't like do any real damage. It's a dumpster. It's already messed up anyway. That was always fun. You're helping the aesthetic? Yeah. Add <laughs> French fries. <laughs> hey look ma mashed potatoes Thunk. <laughs> they always um they always made it a very that interesting like thunk sound when when we had them mm-hmm. and the actually with this is reverberating mm-hmm. this isn't the, this isn't the first time we've discussed potato cannons uh, and i'm pretty <laughs> no, uh, he's daughter's birthday party <laughs> yeah yep, yep. No. i remember that story i listened no. to it about a week ago uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Oh, that's funny. Uh, that's funny. I'm glad he did that. <laughs> I'm glad he did. He did that, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> she got to experience the potato cannon. <laughs> I think he's using the same fuel for the potato cannon that we're using in the truck. So he's <laughs> getting his mileage out of it for sure. Is it? Is it? Um, what's the uh, Aquanet hairspray? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, this is engine fuel. Yeah, starter fuel. <laughs> yeah, that's starter good. Fuel. That's good. We always use hairspray because that stuff, <laughs> man. Yeah. I think hairspray is probably the safer route to go with a potato cannon because you're holding it close to your face ish, you know, in order to get a good aim, at least. It's fine. Yeah. That would be irresponsible. I held it next to my friend's face. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody died that you're willing to tell us about. Yeah, exactly. Right. Nobody's dead or lost any major organs or appendages. Mm hmm. That we can reveal in public. Exactly. Remember, don't try this at home, kids. Try this at your friend's house. Try this at your friend's house. Exactly. (laughs) That's the disclaimer. Don't do it at home. Go to somebody else's house. Go to somebody else's house. Uh... You know, Papa Papa Zero Cool uh, brother shot you with a potato gun. Heath, at one point, made a homemade crossbow and shot me like (laughs) right in the eye. I've got the scar. still there. He shot pebbles with it. Not, Not... actual bolts you know she yeah he tried to kill me a lot <laughs> as an older sibling does <laughs> yep yep learn to survive yeah ready well, for the zombie apocalypse which i've been playing project zomboy that's why i was so late getting on here i lost track of time that is a major time sink it's a lot of fun I so that one. Oh, it's really good i mean i'm playing with a friend of mine he's got a server set up so i can only play when he's on but it's it's quite i mean the whole game the premise is you're going to die i mean it starts out saying this is how you died and then you phase it fade into the world it's a good game it's it's quite quite a bit of fun 
huge learning curve though. Right. So I don't really remember how we ended last week. We had one. <laughs> yeah, we did we did the thing. It was you a fight. remember the thing? The end of the fight. Casmogen uh, gave you a bit more specific information. Basically, his thanks for kind of covering his butt while he's trying to get out of there. Uh, who wants to do a recap? I can, but I need to sneeze. <laughs> Looks at the light. All right. <laughs> I think I've suppressed it. Uh, okay, so session 88. I've got the last laugh attacks Kazmogen with crossbow bolts uh, from the rooftops as he leaves the, the square. Uh, Tarathiel slivers the, the soul of two of the last laugh guys. Uh, Alma kills two of them and Fazan kills one. Uh, with a javelin, I think, from the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Cool. Tarathiel mm -hmm. uh, asks one of the souls where his daughter is, but they don't know, and he keeps the other one. So he's pocketed it. Uh, Spetro captures one of the guys instead of murder. Classic. Uh, we question that guy, but he doesn't know anything. Uh, Jill sent them to kill Kazmajan if he ran his mouth. And one of the last laugh goons gets away. We... Uh, talk to Kazmajan, who said that the Blue Duke is going to lead the Half Orcs into Red Gorge. That's right, Red is Gorge. That the name of the place, the next yep. town. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. Uh, so hero then we decide to take our. Yes. Bird. We don't do hero points in this That's system, right. but I'll hoard it. <laughs> I'll treasure <laughs> it next to all these other ones. Um, we drop our prisoner off at the police station. Uh, which is right next door, and try and get in to see Captain Skellerang. Um, but he's unavailable for the next couple of weeks. I think that's where that was the last thing we had. Yeah, pretty much. Something, something, Daniel Jackson, something, something. Daniel Jackson, which is Mavu's first, second command. Uh, right, Mavu... Ma Mavu made it out of the square and has gone to hang with Jenya at the Temple of St. Cuthbert. Correct. Good job. You get inspiration. Yay. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. And Sorry. we're out. Hit the wrong button. <laughs> Hit the wrong button. I always forget that I need to click studio mode before I change something while we're live. I thought that was in response to his sneezing. I said, bless you. You were like, bop, bop, bop. I'm sorry. You can't do that on Twitch, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go again. No, no, no. No, I was getting ready to change something, and then I, was, then I, I shifted it all to the one. Because I've got trademarked. <laughs> trademarks. We can't do that live on air while streaming. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's. He... We owe like ten million dollars to NBC now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, I'm done so doing the thing. I didn't realize that Taco Tuesday was trademarked by some Jersey yep. nothing. Uh, and now mm -hmm. Taco Bell's waging war against them to take it back and give it back to the people. What? Oh, Lord. For the good of the people. <laughs> yeah. Nothing from Taco Bell is for the good of anybody. Really. <laughs> no. I love Taco Bell. <laughs> Every, well, yes. But it's terrible for you. However, all things being equal, Taco Bell is probably the most, most healthy fast food that you can pick out of yeah. everything except for like salad hut <laughs> and even then it's salad probably hut. just covered in mayonnaise and ranch oh, yeah. or American apparently ranch is 
known as American flavor elsewhere. You, you, th- you think that <laughs> you, you think that Taco Bell is healthy for the health on the scale of zero to Mcdonald's? That's that's one of the more healthy options. I think so too. Zero to McDonald's because you can get those Power Bowls there. That's just like rice yeah. and beans and vegetables. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they're great. It's like great in Taco Bell anyway, right? Right. Meat, but it's, I mean, it is. It's just, if you if you leave the cheese and sour cream off, you just got veggies and a little bit of meat of some kind in there. Well, unless, yeah, coward, unless you get like a 64-ounce Baja Blast and drink 2,000 calories, it's not so great. But Why else do you go to Taco Bell? That's what I'm saying. I don't like, get Baja no, no. Blast. I get, I get uh, uh, the original... Uh, other thing that's yellow Mount, like mountain, mountain, mountain dew? dew thank you there you are <laughs> get in the mountain dew the um they, they i i noticed they don't have sierra mist anymore they have starry yeah I, I don't know i don't know i guess is that the same thing just renamed yeah it's the it's the new name of their lemon lime soda which is just the same oh, okay was sierra mist taco bell's own proprietor oh, it was Pepsi pepsi's brand. yeah okay okay huh, weird Pepsi's yeah. strange. I don't like them. Starry. That's a weird name. Yeah, they have weird names for everything. Sprite, Coke. Those are easy. Single syllables, four letters, five letters. Sprite, <laughs> Coke. Yeah. yeah. And you spelled it all weird. <laughs> Fanta. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is so funny. The, so the, the Fanta, actually, I, I don't know that I'd ever had a Fanta until I was in... <clears throat> um, Cameroon, Africa, and then that's like the only soda we all, we drank while we were there. So that 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 is associated exclusively with that with that part of the world for me. Even though, even when I see it on see it here now, it's like, huh, I remember that. So Africa, uh huh. What part of Africa is that? So this is this is my. Is that right? On is that right on the stream? Just north to south. Yeah, it's it's in, it's in the armpit. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. It's, yeah, it's, it's in the corner, right? Like, I want, o'clock. I want a spin-off game, which is Jamie's Adventures in the Armpit of Africa, which is, <laughs> sounds amazing. As he makes animal puppets. For all yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I only spent like three weeks there, but it was it was fun. We jump-started cars. We changed tires with just people lifting up the side. Uh, we yeah, it was fun. Isn't that like how everybody does it? And we went to a lot. We went to a live market, and <laughs> one of the guys picked up a head of a you know a, a cow's head and posed with pictures. And I was like, "We're all gonna die <laughs> from cows." It was just, just the it head. was just the head. Oh, it was a lot. It was a market. Well, I mean, if you've eaten a burger, it's a dead cow. So it's true. Yes, but not nearly as recently as this one. <laughs> <laughs> still rolling <laughs> it was interesting all right so you guys have just finished the, uh just dropped off this other uh last laugh guy taken back by dano and uh that is pretty much where we left off so what is the next step what, what's y'all's plan now go ahead and discuss while i drink some water <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I think we needed to go see um, the church. Of, go to the Saint, Church of Saint Cuthbert to catch up with Mabu, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think since we can't get to um, um, Skellerang, that that would be that would be option number two. 
Yeah, we tried our best with Skellerang first, but he wasn't taking visitors, even ones with prisoners. Um, but we also don't suspect the guy, that the guy we took into the jail will stay there for very long. So Probably not. We tried. We, we rolled a dice. I think it was mostly an excuse. You guys have experienced this before, and they're out usually this, the next day. They're, bail gets posted by somebody or whatever. That Literally, the first first encounter you have with them, you took them to the to the prison and found out literally the next day they were back out and they were guardsmen. So they were back out on the job the following day. So it's kind of wondering whether or not it's the, if well, it's worth it, but the rest of the good. ones that the heroes of, uh, of cauldron killed won't be, uh, you know, back on the streets tomorrow. Correct. They don't even have their souls. <laughs> I know two of them don't even have their souls. I've got most I too. Only take a sliver. It's, a, it's, it's got just most a little bit. It's like a pinch. It's just it's a, a spiritual apple peeler. <laughs> spiritual <laughs> apple peeler. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. You know, growing up, I had this horrible like phobia that I would somehow peel the skin off my hand with an apple peeler by accident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just terrifying to me. Ugh. All right, so the decision <laughs> is to go to <clears throat> story. Say, say, yeah, just throw that one in there real quick. Uh, St. Cuthbert's Church. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Check in on Mabu. Chat up, Jinya. All right. Mm-hmm. It's just around. <laughs> what map are we on? Uh, do I have the right map up? Should have. We've got yeah. the city of Cauldron. Yep. 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 Great. Oops. So yeah. Um, St. St. Catherine's Cathedral is just around the corner. It is number seven. And you come up and you see Rufus out front just doing his um, standard church duties. And he sees you and he, he brightens and says, hey, guys, come on in. Um, what can I do for you? <clears throat> Rufus, do you need a lozenge? I, you know what? I went to a concert the other day and I'm still feeling from it. <laughs> Be honest, you were out there protesting yet uh, earlier today, weren't you? Damn the man! <laughs> Save the music, am I right? <clears throat> how how what was can the... I do for you? <laughs> we we are looking uh, for we're looking for Marvel. Yeah. Oh yeah, he just came in. Maybe what two three minutes ago. He's back talking to Ginia. and he turns around. He knocks on the the rectory. You hear her exchange you know, quick uh, words. He says, go ahead, go on in. <clears throat> and you step in there, and you, you're you all very familiar with this room by now. Maybe not so much Spetro, but you guys have been here quite a bit. And uh, she's behind her desk, and Mavu's sitting over in the corner uh, in one of the chairs, Just and they look like they've been just talking kind of hurriedly. Like, he looks, sounds like he's still catching his breath from... Uh, this this riot that just happened, and Jinya, you know, she she says, you know, come on in. Uh, what what can I do for you? Can he declare like sanctuary <laughs> here? Is he safe from the the official guards that were trying to get him here? I don't think so. If they wanted to, they could come in here, and if they had a, a, a viable legal reason to arrest him, I couldn't protect him. Well, they seem to think that they do. Mm-hmm. What are our other options in the city? And I'm just asking to the room now, not specifically Jinya. We could take him to the murder basement. 
It's just a name. You <laughs> <laughs> almost got Matt. You almost got him. You almost applied the filter to the webcam. Yep. I applied hot water to my computer laptop. <laughs> yes, we we have a, a peanut butter. Get that off in no time. Yes. Yes. The murder you... basement. It's a secret. You know, it's basically like y'all secret hideout. Nobody else really knows about it. It's the Batcave, yeah. 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 But it's a pretty well known Batcave because there's several people. Like, Jenny knows where it is, and uh, Volantru knows where it is, and Volantru's henchman knows where it is. I mean, there's quite a few people who know where that is. So it's just more like a out of the way. So yeah, it's well. It's pretty inconvenient to yeah. come and take a, try and take a prisoner out of. Well, we don't, we certainly don't want to bring trouble to Jenya's door if we can help it. Like, once he gets the, the aid that he needs from Jenya. It might be better to whisk him off somewhere else. Well, she, now that you sat and you're discussing this, she's got kind of a, uh, a furrowed brow and she almost sets herself, I believe in law and order. And if there is a just reason for you, Mavu, to be arrested, I wouldn't stand in the way. I, I would turn you in. So, what is it exactly that they're accusing you of? What have you done? Uh, and you, you guys know St. Cuthbert is the the god of war for one thing and tactics, but just justice above all. You know, the blind blind lady of justice, that kind of thing. So she's she's kind of given him a hard stare uh, and just wanting you know asking this question. And Mavu just responds, "Everything that I've done uh, has been a result of these illegal taxes and." I know by your standard, Jenya, they're not illegal. They've been introduced and increased by the uh, Lord Mayor of, of Cauldron, and it's his right to do so. But in doing so, he's he's starving people. He's shutting businesses down. It's The only thing that I've done is uh, passive, uh, passive resistance. You know, uh, I haven't done anything violent. I've refused to pay my taxes. If you, Jinya, believe that I should be sent to the prisons because I've not paid my taxes in uh, in response to these ridiculous uh, increases, I'll, I'll walk myself there right now. And she's, you know, she's kind of looking down. She's rubbing her brow. No, uh, I, I, I don't believe in over taxation this is hurting the people i, I know I, I know them uh, a lot of our guardsmen are out of jobs i know skies left town i know several of the business people have left town left town so whatever it is that's going on it doesn't seem like it's in the best interest of cauldron um and you haven't hurt anyone or you haven't stolen anything or anything like that and he's you know, he's like no absolutely not i i've tried to stay out of town um like literally, as soon as I, as soon as we're done here, I'm going back to Red Gorge. It's where I was during this whole incident when uh, they were looking for me. After that creature blew up through my warehouse, I knew that I was being targeted by something, and I knew I had to get out of here because of what I've been doing. And Jenya just nods, and she seems to relax a bit. Her shoulders kind of come down a little bit. She sits back. All right then. Uh, in that case, I'll help you in any way I can. What can I do for you, Mavu, and 
and she looks to you for and for you. What can I do? Mavuj just says, I, I just need to get out of town. I've got to leave. I'm going to Red Gorge ASAP. I have people there. I, I would like for you, and he looks over to the four of you, I'd like for you to join me at some point. Uh, there's a group called the Chisel, who is uh, not really secret, but less well-known group that, of merchants that their overall purpose in Greyhawk and in, in Orif is to fight things exactly what's going on in Cauldron right now. This this unlawful, this oppressive taxation, bad business uh, deals. Um, if anything, I'm here to fight what's going on with the city and with, with the government. Um, and I think they'd be very interested in, in meeting you. They've, they've already heard of your expo exploits that you've done around town and uh, some of the things you've not done in town. I've, I've, I've let them know pretty pretty regularly what you're doing and who you are and they're somewhat eager to meet you um, if that is you chose to come and red red gourds is the place where the the police action is due to take place i believe yeah i was gonna say there the guards are marching for red gorge like do we need to like should we warn him um so you do know that originally when you spoke to Bayori, you had three days. Yeah. And then the next day when all this started and you talked to, I want to say, Casmajit. Uh, no, mm -hmm. no, it was uh, Dano. I believe it was Dano. Dano that said that it was going to be at least a week before the move. So the time frame changed based on what happened uh, yeah, today in front of the uh, city hall or town hall so you know you've got a week before they head up and then after that on horseback you four will take at least two days to get to red gorge this will be uh, a small army of at least 250 half orcs marching on foot to the city so uh, you know you'll have 10 days at least before they even think about getting there based on what you know right now Okay. That makes sense. I mean, we were already talking about either uh, racing them there, or you know, yeah. trying to trying to get down there. Regardless, we can rat race it, and beat them there first. Yeah, and the more time that we're there, the better we can get as much information and make as many friends as we need to. Right. We can help them prepare for this mm -hmm. police action that's coming. Right. And as you're, as you're talking, Jinya stands up. She says, that reminds me. And I'll, I'll be back in just a moment. And she steps out for a minute. <laughs> I have to go and sort out this dog. <laughs> <laughs> and just a few minutes later, uh, she walks back in and she's carrying a wooden box. And she sets it down. Um, I used the... Um, I used the mace to do to speak with St. Cuthbert to get some guidance and the gist of it was there's something in this box which is uh, Sir Tercival's items that he's acquired over the years as he's done his crusades and whatnot and brought them back there's something in here 
and I, I don't know what. He's never very specific with his answers. Am I right? She looks over at uh, Alma. Um, <laughs> but something in here may be of, of use if you want to go through here and take a look at this. Uh, I still don't know where he is. Um, and that's when Mavu speaks up. Well, the assumption is he's still somewhere around Red Gorge. That's the last time that anybody saw him or heard from him. That's where he sent the letter from. And he has not shown up in Cauldron by any of my means or any of my sources of information. He has not come into this town. So the safe assumption is he's there somewhere. Um, and he's he's just kind of looking in the, in the wooden box. He doesn't move to grab or touch anything, but he's just kind of look curiously into the box. Uh, and there's several items in here. There's what, five items. Uh, one of them is a statuette of a goose. Uh, there's a painting, a small painting of a knight in uh, brown robes over the armor. Uh, there's a gold-plated darkwood mask of, uh, looks like a baboon, a baboon's face. Uh, there's a bust of a fish-like monster. It reminds you a lot of that uh, of the, the statue that was in the Underdark, uh, the statue of Plut to Plut. And then there's a silver plate that on uh, one side there's some figures and numbers scratched into it. On the other side, it looks like it might be a map of some sort. But uh, you just you know, take a look, see what you think about this. Uh, I don't know if this will be it. Well, St. Cuthbert seems to think something here will be of assistance, uh, but I don't know what that could be. I, I think this Tercival guy is weird. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did Tercival send, send these? Sorry, there was stuff going on. <laughs> these are items that he's brought back over the years through his crusades. Oh, okay. He's based, he's based out of this church, so if you go and if you found something that was interesting or, or had some sort of history to it, you would bring it back to the church and well, keep a collection, I suppose. Maybe trophies? I, or donations sure. of some kind? Uh, well, some of them have pretty good value, but I, they're his items as far as I'm concerned. I never even considered selling any of them. Um, and looking at them, and Mavu, you know, he obviously has an eye for value. He looks in there, he's like, oh, there's Oh, 2,000 gold worth of items in there just out of the material alone regardless of their historical or cultural value uh, and he sits back um, can you can you easing up yeah can you um, read those off one more time not not the full description but what are they so I'll, okay. I'll I'll give you the uh, the title the first one's called the volcanic gosling and that's the statuette okay uh, the next is the knight in brown, which is the painting of the knight wearing a brown robe. Okay. The next is the baboon mask, which is a baboon mask. <laughs> Gasp. Uh, the next is the god of the lake. That's the the bust of a fish-like monster head. And now that you've taken that out, it looks very familiar to some of the drawings that you've seen inside the, the drunken Morkoth. And looking at this thing, you probably figure this is a statue of a Morkoth versus Bloop to Bloop. And then the last one is the hegemonic plate, uh, 
silver one that had etches on one side and uh, notes in a foreign language on the other. I want to ask if um, I was asked Jinya if she's used any of these possessions of his to scry on him. And she looks at you and kind of a, oh my God, how have I never thought of this before? <laughs> and she said, well, no, I haven't, but I'll be completely honest. It's been just recently that I've even been gifted by St. Cuthbert with the ability to scry on him. Um, but these aren't really personal items of his. He, he may have had them and retrieved them and brought them back, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like this would be like, you know, a piece of his hair or his underwear or his favorite sword or something like that. Well, that's true, but you can use a or possession favorite. or clothing as a as a connection to them. If you'd like to try, by all means. Let me see if I have it prepared. Worst thing that could happen is you end up talking to God again. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you? And I don't. Oh God, it's me, Alma. Yep. <laughs> Have you cast the detect magic to see if any of these are magical in nature? I have done that, uh, just more out of curiosity. Uh, but no, I haven't detected any magic in any of these. Okay. And the plate, um, the plate, the hege- hegemonic plate, uh-huh. is that? Um, you said there was there was etchings like note takings on one side. Um, is that? Uh, do you say what there was a map on it as well? It's a rectangular plate of silver etched with odd figures and ciphers on one side, and a crude map with a few notes in a strange language uh, scratched on the other side. <clears throat> Otherwise, these would be a perfectly smooth. Uh, like the back side would be smooth. So the, the front side with the odd figures and the ciphers is the actual item. And on the back side, it's like somebody scratched something in that later. Like, it's not actually part of the original uh, art piece. They actually look fairly recent compared to the age of the item itself. I'm sorry. Something was, happen- was happening in, in chat. Um The many apologies. Huh. Yeah. The, uh, the yeah, the 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 notes and, and it said it's in a foreign language. Is that any way we can determine where the map is uh is it guiding to something does it look like it's guiding to something or is it just like a general this is a this is an area, there's no is there an X marks the spot or anything like that on it? There does seem to be a, a couple of it, it's even got a you know this is north facing on the north the top mm-hmm. part of the back of the, the plate um and there are several several different areas on the map um like one either looks like a road or a river uh and then they got another dotted uh piece that probably looks like a trail a couple of buildings uh but everything that's on there is written what languages does everybody speak? I have common and halfling and undercommon. 
Anybody else? Uh, common English, uh, Elvish, sorry. Sylvan and Thieves Camp. <laughs> I speak English. <laughs> we got English. What? English? English and bad English. <laughs> Terrible. I, that. I have what? common Dwarvish, Elvish, and Goblin. Common either either Giant or, or Goliath, whichever. And then Gnomish. So you recognize the scratched language on the back as giant huh. giantish Ooh. language so you, it's not so goliath is kind of a step cousin of giant yeah so you can read it you you recognize it mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. seeing german or russian you, you see that that has that language but you're not quite sure what it says okay right the size of the letter should have given it away really <laughs> <laughs> right it's huge it's only one letter <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny it seems to be written in giant but unfortunately I cannot uh, determine what it says mm. we might be able to use some of the texts at the library to determine <clears throat> what it is but that may take some time S thank you Mike <laughs> So I'm going to come back to this crying thing because I'm a little fixated on it. Okay. Um, I don't have it prepared. It's not in my repertoire today. So I am going to ask Jenya very nicely if she'll try it because she actually is more familiar with the the subject as well, which gives her a better chance at finding him. I don't have it prepared today either. I, oh, shoot. I don't normally keep that for my daily... Uh, I, I keep death spells prepared for my day-to-day do yeah uh, you know church duties have i ever showed you the basement I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Faison pulls out a copper coin does this appetize you at all <laughs> <laughs> how does that work exactly do you do you ask think up it for spells or does he just give you the ones you're gonna need like well, if I feel like I'm have a specific need, I'll pray for those, and if he finds it uh, in his ever-knowing knowledge of knowing things, he'll, he'll bless me with it. Uh, I I never looked at this. I could I could cast a spell tomorrow, and Alba, you probably could too to read this. I just don't have that prepared today. Okay, we can come back to it. Just a thought. If we're looking for him. Are we going to spend another day? Mavu, I'm heading out. That's fine. You don't have to come today at all. I just, I think that the 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 chisel, the people of the chisel would very much like to meet you. And uh, if nothing else, thank you for the good deeds you've done in the city. I mean, they're they have a great interest in, uh, business as well as. Uh, good-hearted interest in the city of, of Cauldron. Um, Maybe we should at least see him safely out of the city. Yeah. I wouldn't mind no. that, he <laughs> says. If our faces aren't unwanted posters already, I'd be surprised. Ooh. Maybe, maybe you, you we should... Are just, I mean, just around the corner from the north gate, which is not convenient because he should go out the south gate. Um, but it is closer... It is much closer. 
we can at least see you to the south, the southern road. Do you we have a head out the north gate and skirt around the city too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Does yeah. does he have? Uh, well, I guess I should ask us in character. Do you have a contingent of guards to see you safely to the city uh, to Red Red Gorge? Uh, no, I've got Daniel Jackson. Is, is, oh, you should be fine, man. Is, and James Spader. Yeah. Is Daniel Jackson with us today? <laughs> is he in the room right now? <laughs> he's, he's probably up front in the reliquary. I asked him to give us some time back here. Okay. Um, Daniel Jackson and James Spader are the only two I really trust right now, besides the four of you. And, of course, Jinya, or else I will be here. It's true. And maybe we should get you, <laughs> yeah, coward, forget invisible friends. Um, yeah, at least we should get you to the southern road with your with your two companions, and then maybe we come back and see if the magics can reveal us some more information. Well, we may need to consider laying low too, because according to the guards and the guard captain, we were in violation of the law, so we probably don't want to be too prominently seen about town either we may want to yeah spend the night in the murder basement or that old lady's house if she'll put us up (laughs) (laughs) well maybe then when once once mavu is on the road south then we go back to uh (laughs) the basement and inform all of those under our charge that there may be um People coming to look for us. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we need a rebrand? You know, the happy basement or <laughs> the lucky basement? The, the subterranean area formerly known as the murder basement. <laughs> but that doesn't fit on the place. business card. The life reassignment drug. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> we can discuss that later. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, do we need to? Should we put you in some sort of disguise, Mavu? I don't remember what you look like, so I can't say whether or not you are. He looks like a Nigo Montoya. <laughs> he oh, does. That... Does he? Yeah. You killed his father. Yeah, show me. Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Does he have six uh, fingers on his right hand? Hello. I hope so. Tarath, he'll be so jealous. <laughs> He's quite a handsome feller. Hang on, just say. Yeah. I'll be able to put him up there. I've got him over here. Say right that. Over just say that. Right. I'm bracing myself for nah. him to be giant. <laughs> and go Extreme nah. close up. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Do that. Nothing's happening. Upload it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have the capability. I have the power. Yes, the technology. I'm, I'm actually not sure. Yeah, I guess you have, if you said he looks like a nigga in my toy, you've definitely seen this picture before at some point. Power extreme. Ha. Yes. Wow. Yes. Kidding, this may you. take a few minutes, apparently. <laughs> 
You can just take my word for it that he looked like a monk, uh, Inigo Montoya. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's definitely got the mullet thing going on. Yeah, and sure. the mustache. Yep, yep. I saw a dude tonight. Chiseled jaw. That, whoop. Oh, yep, whoop. there he is, oh, giant. Whoa. Whoa. Told you to brace yourselves. Oh, my gosh. Can you? We're only seeing about a quarter Mavu. Nope. Eighth Mavu. Wrong way. <laughs> there we go. There he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How bad? There we go. <laughs> when he's, <laughs> when he's this large, he looks more like uh, uh, Danny Trejo uh, than <laughs> the early years. <laughs> yeah. It's a mixture between Danny Trejo and uh, Indigo Montoya. Yeah, I'd go with that. When he was smaller, it definitely looked a lot less like uh, Danny Trejo than he does right now. It's the mustache. His his mustache is off center though. It's That's how I like hey, it. he's had a rough day. <laughs> it's just got an odd part. It's a stylistic choice. A, it definitely is a stylistic choice. All right, so this is Mavu. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. This uh, is the giant head of Mavu. <laughs> Now, how many of you guys spelled his name correctly in your notes with two A's? I did. Well, you I cheated. only did after being corrected. It's got two A's? Yeah. Is it not two U's? Nope, uh-uh. not according to that picture. Oh, I didn't I didn't pay that much attention to the name. I was looking at the the one over here. So. He was too distracted by oh, the mustache. No, I I, yeah. It was, <laughs> it's not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anyone with a cleft mustache before. <laughs> <laughs> it shaves right down the center. <laughs> uh, All okay. right. Well, well, thank you for noticing. He, just... he twists his mustache. Does uh, he, he, stand, guys? He, he stands up. He said, I, I do appreciate it. Uh, I do have a few skills of my own uh, that helped me get out of town last time. Uh, and he starts casting a spell and he just vanishes. Oh. I'm still here. You oh. don't see him waving now. So is That's Daniel, strange. I'm sure. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> is out front with James. How close am I to Mavu right now? Spectra? You're not sure he's invisible. But well, he's, he's, it does matter for Spectro. As long as I'm within 10 feet of him, I can see him clear as anything. You said him. You're within two feet of I just stare at him right in the eyes just to freak him out. His eyes are following me. His eyes are following me. <laughs> um, okay, then I'm gonna. I'd like to ask Jinya. Um, can I borrow one of one of these possessions of his so that I can try my crying? Okay. Which one would you like? Ooh, good question. Thank you. <laughs> I want the god of the lake. The god no, of the lake. No. That, oh, no. Okay. no I want the that. volcanic gosling. The volcanic gosling. I mean, if you're going yeah. by name alone, that's the one you take. Yeah, I, that's, that's what I was thinking. It's a life-size really statuette of a small goose carved in deep gray polished basalt. It's life-size? Of a small goose. But it's a, it's a life-size statuette of a small goose. I know. <laughs> okay, that's I'll so confusingly it. worded. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I'll I'll take that. I kind of like the idea of hauling that down, like walking back around around with a it. Leash on it, just dragging it down the street. Yeah. Every once in a while, going and kind of like go- like go- like actually goosing people with it, you know. 
<laughs> Could you use it as a spiritual weapon? <laughs> Probably good. Okay. Matt, I'll take no, that. Matt. No, Matt. Is it heavy? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's solid. <clears throat> I saw. Uh, it's about well, it's eight pounds. Not super okay. heavy, but it's got some. That's it's got fine. Some can I can I take I'll a? Back to just a little, here's your small goose. Sorry for the blood. <laughs> uh, f- before we leave, Ferzan's gonna take a take a, a piece of uh, chalk and do a quick rubbing of the uh, the map and etchings on the silver plate. Ferzan, there's no need. You can take it. If it'll help you find him, please, by all means, you you can take it. I, I mean, is gonna cast minor illusion on the goose and just make it honk occasionally. Yeah. It blinks. <laughs> I, I think I can him. only make it do one it. thing at a time. Occasional honking. Title of the episode. <laughs> there you go. Every every other minute I cast it again because it only lasts for a minute, which is long in combat, but not very long when we have to walk across the city. Yeah, like every minute he's like, oh, slow down, it's out of range. <laughs> Luckily, it's just a cantrip, so I get minor illusion all day. That, that goose can honk as many times as I want it. Yay. Oh, so funny. <laughs> there are no geese in the free assets of Roll20. I'm going to let them know my disappointment. <laughs> oh, wait. wait uh, goose is like a CR5 creature. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but they are mean. <laughs> they definitely have a fear aura about them. So, uh, Mavu, you know, he's, he's trying to, he, he keeps talking. He's like, I'm still here still here i see taps taps um i i can get out of town fairly well um but you're absolutely welcome to escort me and i i I greatly appreciate it well if we're going to the murder basement we could at least take him to the gate right or just walk with him well to get to the murder basement you you normally go out the northern gate so it's yeah i mean it's really on your way well, I, I don't know. I'm just saying if that's where you chose to go. Yeah, we were talking about getting out of town ourselves for having the perception of being on the wrong side of the law. Right. Aided and abetted. Right. Even though the statements by Mavu were perfectly legal. It's all about perception, man. And yeah. even though the public... I mean, it's even it's more than that because in the public's eye, we did the right thing and they they verified their their positive reception of our activities by helping Mabu escape and being, you know, body blocking basically, but the guards are the authority. And so it doesn't matter. Apparently if, if it mattered what the citizens thought, then the taxes wouldn't be so high and we would be fine to stay wherever we wanted to tonight, but it's not, not a guarantee. Probably be best to lay low. I think murder. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I'd rather, I want to go with Mother because I don't want to find his body in the forest as we walk there. Like, you want to go all the way to Red Gorge? <laughs> yeah. You got other plans for today? No, not really. I mean, we talked about possibly going ahead and making that. Um, I don't I don't think we ever gave a reason why we shouldn't go ahead and do that, besides maybe missing out on some information-gathering opportunities between now and when the army actually leaves. Because we know we can outrun them. If it came down to it. So Red Gorge is about two days on horseback. We call it three days so I need horse. on yeah. foot. 
Um, we have horses, don't we? From when yeah, we one of, if one of you has a horse, I also have a horse. Yeah, you guys have access to horses. Actually, I, I want to say that uh, Jinya was the one that bought those horses for you to go down to the Lucky Monkey in the first place. Yeah, were, the, were those those ours or the, were those rented? Rent a horse. Rent a uh, they were they're owned by the Church of St. Cuthbert. Okay. But they are yours to use as you wish. Okay. Okay. Horses don't have sidecars, so I'm going to have to ride right behind one of y'all. <laughs> I'll hold on tight. Yeah, that'd be funny. He could have been a saddlebag. I mean, <laughs> Spectra's Aww. little. I'm not a toy. <laughs> I have feelings. Oh, have you seen that picture of the, the guy in New York on the on the subway with his pit bull in his backpack because you can only carry a dog large enough to fit in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> so you just see this head of a pit bull like <laughs> looking around. He had like a military sized rucksack and a great Dane shoved down in there. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's that's letter of the law move right there. I, yeah. I like it. Oh, yeah, cut cut four holes at the bottom of it, just kinda just hold it and the legs are just walking yeah. along. But it does that thing where they think they're swimming when they're holding up the water. And it's just... <laughs> yes. <clears throat> That's funny. Okay. All right. So get the horses and let's head uh, downstairs. To what do you mean downstairs? To our place. He still wants to see the basement. Okay. Oh, so... you're not talking about the basement of the church anymore. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Why did why did she why did she bring up the basement? I forget. Uh, I missed that. I think Matt was just being facetious. Oh, she says, "Don't worry about it." Okay. <laughs> I think she was being a little flirty. Oh, Spectra was working his magic, huh? Okay, maybe. Or Alma. Everything goes over Spectra's head, just by nature of his size. Yeah, me too. But not by nature of my size. It's just it's very fast. I will including catch orc calls, as we discovered a couple episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> So I may have misunderstood what your plan is. What What do you guys want to do? We, we are We are it going. Like you're going to escort Mavu to Red Gorge, but now you're talking about going to the murder basement. So is that both? I mean, is that part of the plan? All the above? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. <clears throat> uh, so we we uh, Tarathiel wants to take him directly there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't have anything else to do in between here and Red Gorge. So. Okay. I guess, I mean, if we're... Out of out of character. Yeah, yeah, I guess... What, what else are we doing? The only thing that I thought we were doing an overnight stay was for um, Alma to get some new Try. spells, but I guess we could just do that on the road? Yeah, sure. if we got the items. Why yeah. not? Scry to go. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fine with me. Let's go uh, Let's go grab a... a, a what, are, what are they called? The, the 12 pack of tacos. On the way, huh. on the way. Yeah, we'll, take a, we'll take a Party pack, flaming goslin and a small scry to go. Go down to the tower and this uh, taco truck in the murder basement. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like stop in for some to go. That's a good idea. None of you need a rest. Um, I mean, I could, but I mean, I could. I'm fine. To, I mean, we, we'll certainly probably get some opportunities to rest between here and Red Gorge. Okay, I'm just making sure because like I'm not fine on health. I'm like a little bit low on spells, but it's not terrible. Okay. So I was just making sure that y'all you know, were good, and I'm fine to go now. I think we'll be okay for an encounter back or two. Long rest or short rest? Long rest. And I have a couple of other little things that I can do to get spells back too, so I'm not worried about it. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, let's let's 
start start uh, head that yeah. way, and if we need to stop to rest over overnight, we can. I think. Okay. Yeah. So having walked over here, and the time that Jinya went to get the the box, and it, you examining these things and talking and, and whatnot, you guys have had a short rest. If you if you want to use a short rest, you can have had one by now. All right. So if there's like hit points or whatever you want to reroll or uh, get back through using hit dice, or if you've got short rest stuff that comes back. Yeah, I think mine, I think that just gets my key stuff back. Okay. Which is good, because I used a bunch of it. You don't have to take a short rest. I'm just saying that before you leave on the horseback, by the time you get to the horses, you've relaxed, you're walking around, you're just talking. That's my, in my opinion, that's a short rest. Okay. Um... I have the ability, I was, was going to look up Pass Without Trace. I've got that as a spell. I don't know if we need it right this second, but it's good to know that we have it at our... That is an incredible spell. That is one of my favorite spells in the entire game. Uh, I think you should cast it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've uh, got it. It cost me two... I'm pretty sure that I have to spend key to cast it. I think that's how this this particular one works. Aren't you a ranger? Yeah, so maybe I have it through my ranger. So using the minor, let's see. As an action, you can spend two key points to cast darkness, dark vision, pass without trace or silence without providing material components. Um, So it's it actually came from my monk side, unless the ranger also has it. And I don't know if it if it would if it would double. What level of ranger are you? That's a good question. uh, Monk, monk and rogue, right? Monk and ranger. A monk and ranger. Ooh. Yeah, a rock. Or yeah, a, a major. A major. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 so I think if you're third level, you should have at least one first level spell, which would be pass without trace, or could be pass without trace as a as a as a rock, as a ranger. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I, I, yeah, I'll keep I'll keep looking. I mean, right now it's a, it's listed as my second level spells. That's listed in my second level spells. So Pass Without Trace gives everybody plus 10 to their dexterity checks when stealthing and makes it impossible for you to be tracked if you're, as long as you're within Jeez. a certain range of Spectro. Yep. That's handy. That would give me a plus 22. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a sick, that sick crazy. bonus. <laughs> I, and you would have disadvantage to find me. I'm playing a friend's game. I'm playing a druid. And I think we're level eight, seven or eight. And I use that spell all the time. We skip encounters left and right. I think it pisses him off a little bit. But I'm like, <laughs> you know, plus 10 to stealth, everybody. So it's... <clears throat> yeah, it's plus 10 to stealth. But then, you know, you've got Ferzon who's going thud, 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 thud. You know. Well, okay. be quiet. Don't say that. Actually, you have a 19 intelligence. You would not do that anymore. Yeah, I gotta keep getting in my. I've got to get that in my head that you're like smart Hulk. <laughs> All right, so you've had your short rest. You're gathering yourself together. Um, <laughs> Mafu reappears because invisibility only lasts an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he goes, yeah. didn't think that went all the way through, and he cast it again. <laughs> Forgot um, you were there. 
So we're just hanging out with Daniel Jackson. <laughs> uh, and he does. During that time, he, he talks to uh, Daniel and James, tells them to hang back. He's going to go back to Red Gorge. And uh, as little as much, as little as his business is being conducted right now, uh, ask them to continue uh, continue his business as normal uh, while he's away. And they, they both nod and agree, and they, they chit-chat for a few minutes, and they take off. Um, this is why he's invisible, so it's it's kind of an odd situation. Um, and he looks at Mavi, realizing that you can see him within a certain range. He looks at you and goes, I'm ready whenever you guys are. Let's All right. go. All right. Let's All right, go head out. Uh, he, he's going to double up with oh. somebody. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, okay. As we're leaving, I'm going to hang back um, with Jinya in that room. And I, you can tell me if this is necessary to ask, but you said she had a weird look on her face when we first came in, right? She had a stern look on her face when uh, looking at Mavu at first. Uh-huh. Okay, but and seems it, to have seems to be relaxed. Because she and she was saying, you know, I'm a high priest of a god of justice. If you've broken the law, I need to do something about it. I can't just let this go. And that's when the discussion was, well, I really haven't done anything. I'm just, you know, passively resisting this illaw- unlawful increase in taxes. And she's like, well, you know, it's I don't really consider that breaking the law. And, okay. You know, so, and that's what she okay. relaxed. And, and okay, she, I got it. Okay, never yeah, mind. Then I don't need to ask that. She's, um, she's standing behind Mavu with the with the mace of Saint Cuthbert, slowly raising it over her head, getting ready to <laughs> <laughs> gonna hit you with this cat. <laughs> All right, then I'll just thank her and give her a little hug and okay, head she, out. She holds you back for a little bit, talks a little bit, tells you good luck and things like that. Uh, no, you know, we need uh, all my. <laughs> I, I will be preparing a message tomorrow, and I will let you know if I get any more information or or if if he shows up while you guys are out looking for him. If Alex shows up, I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, via the, the messenger spell. Okay. Looking Special forward to it. <laughs> Wait for your call. And I give her finger guns as I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Give the whole buddy Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you double up a little bit on the horses. Mavu's going to ride with somebody. Special, you're riding with somebody else. Uh, and you head north out of town. You're not bothered. Um, it seems like even though it's been an hour since the incident, an hour and a half since the incident happened, a lot of attention, a lot of the guards are still around town hall. They're still, still quieting the riot and still keeping things under control and, and moving things around so you aren't bothered at all going out the northern gate and the two guards uh, that are pretty much you're, you're on first name basis with these guys because you're in and out to your murder basement at least once a week if not daily they don't even charge you anymore they you know they, they love you guys to death they see you coming through and they they you, they see you riding up on your horses and one looks at the other one. They exchange uh, just a quick, uh, quick conversation and they both turn and like find something very interesting to do as you pass through. Nice. Uh, and now this road, let's, let's swap over to the big scale map. Ooh. 
if I find it. Change our worldview. Wow. So you can see going out that northern uh, gate will take you really to the northeast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it doesn't show it on there, but there's uh, a path that also runs along the eastern side of the mountains where Jared's hut, uh, Crazy Jared's hut is, and the area where the dragon was seen uh, flying around months and months ago. So you have to curl around, hit the western gate, down to the southern gate. Uh, do you cast that, uh, pass that trace? Are you trying to be stealthy on these horses? Um, so I can only cast it like, I mean, if it lasts for, uh, I think it lasts for an hour. Is that right? Um, so I could pass it three times before it wouldn't, like I wouldn't be able to do it again. So maybe we cast it as, as needed and try to get by under our own power otherwise. How about we cast it just as we turn off the northern road? Okay. I mean, it, it gives us an hour yeah. three times. Because it cost me two of my six key uh, to cast it once. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking if we, if we like disappear off the northern, or tracks disappear off the northern road, and then, you know, for an hour, that should give us plenty of space to, to get to the southern road. Um, yeah. Yeah. Without following Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Or without following us. <laughs> So now that you're, you're out uh, past the gates on the northern road, looking around, it's not going to be very easy skirting around the edge of a volcano, right? So these are these are a bunch of switchbacks. Mm-hmm. You're going you're on horseback. It's you honestly think you should go out the southern gate. I mean, I know you guys chose the northern gate because it's right there, but in order to get around the city to the southern road, is going to probably with take you half a day on horseback is this uh is the circle like that is that circle not like a like a a road around the rim okay no that's not a road yeah i can see how that absolutely looks like that because that makes a lot of sense that is inside the walls there's a there's a perimeter road inside the on the just inside the wall of cauldron uh, but there's no road outside of Cauldron. Cauldron, the city of Cauldron is a fortress. The, 80, the 40 foot tall obsidian walls that are 8 feet thick, like that place is made to last any kind of assault. Um, so the only way in, in and out are those four gates and between those gated areas it's just kind of a sheer cliff. Okay. Except for the cutbacks. So, if we, so, so if we left the, the northern gate cast past without trace and then went back into the city um we could pass through the gate with the guards not knowing we come came back in right you would yeah you would have a very good chance of that but okay. i'm going to say being on horseback you have disadvantage on your stealth checks because click clock click clock click clock oh yeah it's muddy road <laughs> <laughs> yeah gross thanks yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it makes sense. Okay, uh, and you know, time isn't really of the essence because you've got what over a week to get there, right? Right. Um, so you don't have to do that. I'm just saying, you're going to lose a lot of time doing this instead of going out the southern gate. Let's just go out the southern gate then. Okay. All right. So, do you intend on casting the? Yeah, I think the current plan is to 
are are we doing the faint out of the north gate or are we just going straight down to the southern that's not my area of expertise what do you <laughs> what do the, what do those that can pass more stealthily think well I, 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 was, I would have told you this but I definitely, you definitely think the, the faint out of the north is fine okay wanting to go to the murder basement well, that's because I thought we were staying overnight to uh, let Alma do her scrying in the morning. But then, if we're gonna, if we're just gonna go, she can scry. Uh, we were gonna do the scry on the run. Yeah. Okay. Which is fine. All right. So you go back in, and <laughs> you little. So really, what's happened is you've exited the the the, the northern gate, and you're just, I mean, a hundred feet outside of it, and you're looking, taking in the terrain, seeing the sheer drop offs, mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm these horses don't fly very well. Um, and so you turn around. I, the idea is to get back into, or right now, because those two guards, they're obviously not, they're not going to say anything. They're, I mean, you, they, they have basically been to the murder base, but they're so friendly with you at this point. So they see you turn around, come back and they're just like, Oh, hurry to go back to doing the, whatever it was they were trying to be uh, busy with when you came out in the first place. Um, and you can cast uh, Pass Without Trace, at which I will use... It's weird, but let's use the character stealth checks at disadvantage, but plus 10. Okay. In addition to your normal pluses. Okay. Does the uh, Cloak of Elven- Elvenkind advantage cancel out the disadvantage? <laughs> Put it down uh, as like the uh, the saddle, saddle blanket? I'm going to say no, because it's... Not really going to help your horse right. out too much. Oh my god! <laughs> Plus ten. Hey, that's a pretty stinking good stealth for me. I got a thirty, or at disadvantage, I got a twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. With with uh, disadvantage, you got a thirty-two. Thirty-two. Twenty. Got an eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. Twenty-seven yeah. for Fairzon. Twenty-seven. Yeah, y'all are doing great. Um, so it's kind of weird. It's. I think uh, Rachel, didn't you post something on Discord about the tank with the? Um, yeah, the, the candle That's really what's going on here. So you cast this pass without trace, and you don't go invisible, but it just—it's more like a chameleon. You you pass through by the buildings. You pass. You're having to avoid people, so you're moving kind of slow. Um, but as you go through town, the the sound of the hooves just disappear and you look behind you and there's no hoof prints where you just passed through the mud and through the, the, the water that's always in cauldron and you make it around the perimeter to the southern gate and out the southern gate without a single anybody noticing That's a Did the guards at the southern gate give us the same treatment as the ones in the north? No. Just kind of avert their eyes? or No, you don't really know these guys uh, The only reason the northern ones do is because you go home through that gate all the yeah. time um, they don't notice you because uh, the gates aren't closed they don't have to open it for you to get out the, the gates are open they're just standing with guard <clears throat> standing guard or patrol um, but with the pass without trace like they're not actively searching so none of these passive perceptions are hitting anywhere near an 18 uh, so you guys just skirt through we're just inconspicuous cauldron. and we're not leaving any physical traces of our passing yeah you've got right. an SCP field going on somebody else's problem you know they, yeah. <laughs> they see you and they look away and you're just kind of like in this periphery and they're not paying attention just a couple of just a bunch of people and horses uh, going through town and 
Nobody gives you a second glance. It's, it's, if you did not have inspiration, I would definitely give it to you because it's, it's kind of cool. Um, and you head out to Southern Gate and you start your two-day journey on horseback to Red Gorge with Mr. Mavu. The day Dr. Mr. Mavu to you. <laughs> Mr. Dr. Mavu. Squire, the third. Um, the first day goes completely uneventful. And you get pinging on the map about halfway. You're up in the mountains on the a very well-traveled road. So during the day of travel, you've passed caravans coming from Red Gorge to mm-hmm. the to cauldron and the trade's still active um and you know they see you they they nod you know the the pleasantries and whatnot um and the place where you stop is obviously a pretty regular place for people to stop because it's almost exactly halfway on horseback um it's a very treading uh like there's no there's no structures there right Mm -hmm, but it's mm -hmm. obvious there's been campfire after campfire it's like a a very well used campsite and there's actually people there by the time you get there yeah they've got a camp over to the left you know one side of the road off the, uh, the side of a, a hill um and they see you coming up and they wave at you but they don't they wave friendly but they stay themselves they're not like hey come over enjoy our fire and they're like no you stay over there and be like a good neighbor stay over there kind of thing <laughs> um <laughs> And it is the evening time. Are you going to push through? Are you going to stay the night? What do you guys? What would you guys like to do? I mean, I think definitely chill out and scry, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to do that to take a long rest. Okay, so you'll the then you'll the intent is to scry in the morning. Yep, I have a couple things that I want to do as kind of part of like morning ritual stuff. Okay. Are you going to have a a guard? Are you going to set watch during the evening? Yes. yes. For sure. Just yell out your order real quick. I'll go first. Uh, four tacos and a couple of Cokes. You should have got that at the Burger Brace with Relax. <laughs> and Fair, it's, it's Fanta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, Fair Zone will go take first watch. You and Alma are going to have to rock, paper, scissors for it, apparently. Oh, sorry. Do you want to take <laughs> first fine. watch? That's fine. You oh, can yeah, have yeah. it. Go ahead, go ahead. I was thinking you're taking last watch, so you could go ahead and scry during that time. Uh, but... Oh, let's, uh, uh, no, no, no. I'll take first. <laughs> okay, okay. And Farazan would lay, lay his head on a rock. <laughs> uh, Mavu offers to take a watch if, if you need him to. Uh, he'll take third watch. Yeah, I'll take fourth. I mean, I can see in the dark and stuff, and can't be seen in the dark and stuff. And Trathiel, are you taking a watch? <laughs> he sleeps the whole time. Look like I ain't doing this. <laughs> I no, I, I I can and will. Um, Trathiel probably is having difficulty sleeping. Okay. Uh, tell you what, why don't you give me a um. Uh, Let's call it a charisma saving throw, Tarathiel, to see whether or not you sleep soundly during the night. And if you fail it, that means you don't sleep. You're so worried about what's going on with 
your daughter. I guess everybody that's has a, now. That's a three. Three. A gentleman's three. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a level of exhaustion for this day because you do not sleep at all during the night. He was excited about that roll initially. <laughs> Ooh, flavor roll. I'm excited. Excited for the role-playing opportunities. Uh, yeah. Prison's going to walk over and just blackjack him in the back of the head. Go to sleep. So during the night, Mavu is uh, Mavu's extremely charming. This guy is not only just a, a businessman, but he's obviously got a lot of politicking going on in his life. Um, he doesn't intrude. He knows ex- like he reads every one of you. If there's somebody that's just like Jabber Jolly, he's, he's very interested. He's engaged. If one of you is just sitting there not talking, he doesn't say a word, and he'll just like flip through like some solitaire or whatever. So he's he's amazing at reading each one of your characters and giving and receiving as much conversation or or just engagement as you decide uh, while he's awake in the morning or in the afternoon before you go to bed. Um, if there's nothing else, if there's nothing you'd like to do, I'm going to roll. I would like to do something. Random encounter. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, it's more of a question, I guess, if I can or if this would help at all. But um, with Alma being as perceptive as she is, I think that maybe um, I could posit that she had kind of noticed that Tarathiel hadn't been sleeping well. Would mm-hmm. lesser restoration assist with exhaustion? Okay. Uh, exhaustion, I think, takes either full restoration to eliminate it, like a regular restoration spell, mm-hmm. um, or a full night's sleep per level of exhaustion. Okay. And exhaustion's ugly. I mean, when one level of exhaustion, all your skill checks are at disadvantage. Yeah. And it, and it just gets worse from there. Okay. Never mind then. Um, I think you have access to restoration if you chose to do that um, mm. you could in a pinch you know decide but see it here or there you do have access to it but it's a full it's like a level four spell to get rid of exhaustion it's kind does of- he sleep fitfully like is he noisy tossing turning uh, Trathiel you tell me do you sleep at all or do keeps you knocking have- crap off the table <laughs> <laughs> no I don't think so because I mean Trathiel's been on the run for years, so I think he's learned how to be quiet whilst also being nervous. Okay. It's a nervous quietness. Okay. Like I, I think every, like... every time he starts to drift off, his eyes just snap back open again, and he's just awake and aware. And So every time you do do- doze off, you just immediately have that same dream that you've had awake, and <laughs> whenever the mind quakes hit and just not to the very end of it where you're you realize it's you that's one doing the the, the cranking of the wheel because uh, you wake up right before that but every single time it gets a little bit further and a little bit further and you swear that there's a difference this time almost like a presence is there in the room that you never noticed before in the dreams not you, not your daughter, but another presence that's in that room, kind of feeding your your uh, anxiety and feeding your fear, and, and even pushing you along to be the one that, to roll to to crank the crank on the uh, the torture device. 
but you never can put your finger on it. And let's roll for... Uh, I decided I wanted to do a roll for random encounters. I never, ever, ever, ever do this. <laughs> That's fine. So, and I, I, uh, I read a line, a good way to roll for random encounters is to use a D12 because it frankly never gets used. So here we go. I've been hearing it too. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it. <laughs> Smellers the feller. <laughs> okay. what's your fun way of ro of doing this Matt uh, roll a d12 to determine whether or not there's a random encounter that occurs okay and 11's good right 11's everyone has rested restfully even rested. even those that haven't rested restfully <laughs> so yeah. during the night uh, let's see who's One, two, three. Who is fourth watch? Me. Spectro. So during the night, you hear off and up in the hill area uh, large, heavy footsteps, like giantish, but not more like ogre or you know something like that sound. Moving around, kicking the rocks. Several different sets of footsteps. Looks as though they're looking for something in your area because everybody's put out their fires to sleep to make it less conspicuous mm -hmm. uh, during the, the rest and it does sound as though it's getting a little closer to your camp area okay um, so Spectro as a part of his ancestry I believe has the ability to um, speak telepathically to folks that are within a certain um, distance of them to within 30 feet so uh, in the dark even though Tarathiel's isn't active um, I'm going to I'm going to reach out telepathically to him see if he's awake that way I'm not making any noise but I'm possibly alerting somebody okay uh, Tarathiel give me a perception with disadvantage perception please hold Holding, holding. Accessing, accessing. Uh, natural one for a ten. <laughs> so, in your dreams, you hear somebody saying your name. Hey, wake up. Hey, wake up. But you're just pretty sure it's part of the dream. Especially you say that to him using tele telepathy and get no response. All right. In that case, then, um, I will shadow step over to Tarathiel, um, and which is just the little BAMF thing that I can do as well, and uh, gently place my hand over his mouth and kind of shake him awake and speak to him telepathically again. Stab! <laughs> <laughs> so this time, uh, right as you get to that point in the dream you have every time when you wake up, you wake up and Spectro's got his hand over your mouth and you hear his voice in your head. And I'm just telling him, I was like, there, there are large creatures close. And they're making a lot of noise. 
and wake him up first. And I don't know if his telepathy would be enough to wake anybody else up, but it, while I'm here, I can make rounds and gently wake folks up if I need to. So, Tarathiel, what are you doing? Uh, so I think, yeah, he starts awake. Which of the party uh, has dark vision it? again? I do. Uh, I, I thought I thought that was Elmo, right. Elmo will. I do. Okay. Yeah, those are the folks that I'm trying to wake up first, okay. especially with fires out, folks that can see. And it's kind of uh, a overcast, cold evening, so it's there's not much moon or starlight. So, so as Tarathiel, I can establish the psychic whispers, right? Um, as soon as you do, you, you hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you guys seen the new yeah. Muppets thing? The new Muppets Mayhem thing? Have you seen it? Is it good? No. No. No, no it's not good. I okay. haven't seen it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. I, it's, it's about the Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, so I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch it. But anyway. Sorry, the the me 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 thing got me. Yeah, yeah, totally down for that. Totally down for that. Doctor <laughs> Teeth is one of my favorites. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. So it takes an action to activate the the psychic whispers, but I don't think we've established that there's any particular requirements for that, other than I have to be able to see everybody. And you said that I can't see Spectra. No, you're requiring your dark vision to see him, and he is invisible to people who have to use dark vision. Interesting. Part of his Gloomstalker. So, first of all, weird. So, you know he's there. <laughs> he's in your head. His hand's over your mouth. Um, you know, it's kind of a freaky thing, because you're looking around, your dark vision, and so he's invisible. So, you know he's there. Like IV invisibility, right? He's there. You, you know where his presence is. It's just you mm -hmm. can't see him. All right. Can I see the other two? Oh yeah. The They're darkness. still out cold. Yeah. You can't not see uh, Fairzone. And, and <laughs> can I see Marvu as well? Yeah. You see all. You see the other three, uh, and he's human, so you're pretty sure he doesn't have dark vision. All right. Well then, I'll it's establish like, a psychic link for three three hours with those three. Yeah, and and you know, just by me using my own telepathy, that I can, as long as I'm with within some sort of range, I can speak telepathically to to folks. I might not be yeah. able to receive anything, but I can I can still communicate it in a pinch if I need to, even though I'm unseen. All right, so Tarathia will kind of blinks bleary eyed. His eyes are all bloodshot and red because he hasn't been sleeping. Yeah. Okay, everyone needs to wake up. We've, we've got company. So, Faison and... Uh, okay. Uh, on and Alma, give me a perception check at disadvantage to hear... 11 for Fairzon. Okay. Oh, God, natural 20. Okay. 
That's Alma, you, you actually, Alma, you didn't have to roll because oh, you, <laughs> you're, you're I mean, passive. You, yeah, you're disadvantaged. So, which nullifies essentially your 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 mega. You're fine. You hear everything, even while you're asleep. Anyway, it's uh, like the only thing you can't see well, is me. <laughs> elves, elves just kind of meditate to sleep anyway, don't they? That's true. That's true. You're just kind of doing the Zen thing. Um, Pretty much listening in on everything all night long, even though you're in a, a little trance. Uh, Mavu does not stir. I'm going to roll the second one because you rolled the four. Yeah. Mavu does not wake up from the psychic uh, connection link. Yeah. I mean, like while I'm in camp, if, as, if I see people not rousing themselves, I will go over and do the same to them as I did to Rathio. Okay. It's probably going to freak Mavu right out. Because <laughs> he won't be able to see me. But <laughs> It's dark. He wouldn't be able to see you anyway. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but there might be a spectro like, outline if he wasn't a, is a, a glimpse like, or like a spectro uh, star, a star. Yeah, like a silhouette or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a silhouette, yeah. But so the, nope. the, the movement is getting closer. And you hear uh, actually... Uh, fares on. Oh, uh, what was your roll? Eleven. You determine if you're awake or not. Eleven. Eleven. Fares on. You're still still sawing logs. Yep. Uh, didn't quite get woken up by that. I will if if I see like Tarathia and Alma if they're stirring, I'll use my telepathy to kind of tell Tarathia I'm going to go see if I can't see what this is, and um, my plan will be to use my stealthy advantages in the dark to go and see if I can put eyes on what's heading this way and what direction are they heading right for us? Are they going to pass us by? That kind of thing. Just do some recon. All right. I'm going to go slap um, fares on. <laughs> you go slap on. Spetro, head north is where the sound comes from. I'll give from. Spetro guidance. Okay. Uh, with guidance, give me a stealth check. Okay. Go north. <laughs> that's, that's your guidance. And you don't have to, you don't have to use it. Yeah, you can choose after the. Some, oh, the you can choose it after the roll. Right, since yeah. you're good at stealth, or you know, if you have something that wasn't as good, you can just add a d4. Yeah, I might want to. How do you just add that d4? Just just roll it. Just a slash r space d4 in the chat. Slash r. Mm-hmm. Space. Space. D4. D4. There it goes. Oh, great. Awesome. <laughs> Strictly better than what you had before. Yeah. 14. Sync up as this maybe. <laughs> Thou might be seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's roll a, let's roll a DM of 20. So you don't know if they know or not. I might make sound, but they still can't see me. Correct. Oh, you yeah. think they know where you are. It's 5e <laughs> invisibility, but they do not see you. Yeah. It's weird. It's kinky. Uh, when I can bam or fly, I can do all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so you're moving towards the sound, and the closer you get, uh, give me a quick perception check. Yes, sir. Don't do it. I'll be a trick. It's absolutely true. Trick. trick deception tech. <laughs> 23. 23. You absolutely determine there are three sets of footprints, uh, footfalls coming. Very large, uh, 
based on the sound of their uh, hitting the ground and almost feeling a rumble in the in the ground, they're bigger than Farazon for sure. Okay, and haven't I haven't seen them yet? No, they're still there's a thick forest up past some hills a little bit, still up to the north at this point. Okay, I still want to try to move to where I can see if possible. You are getting closer, certainly. Okay, for sure. I want to ascend. Then, I know that they're tall, uh, so I'll fly up and oh, fly up. Uh, continue my movement in the uh, in the in the tree area. Getting getting up okay. to bite height. That's right. Actually, it's uh, getting up to quicker fly away height. Yeah. <laughs> if I need to. So Trethiel and Alma, you're awake. Um, you know that Spectre was going to go investigate, see what's going on up in the the football. Well, I just wanted to. S- well, never mind. Not, not, never Go mind. Ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just thinking of. No, never mind. Waking Nothing. up, there's on. But well, you've already been woken up, have you not? I think oh, Tarathiel's yeah. over there. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Peeing on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, so when Tarathiel goes over there to wake you up, you absolutely wake up. Uh, okay. He shakes you. Um, sorry, I'm trying to fiddle with this map here. Five, um, five more minutes. We'll have five minutes. Um, and you could hear, you hear the footfall now, because they are getting closer. Spectro, you take up to the sky, you shoot straight up, and it doesn't take far. You go up maybe 20, 30 feet, and you can see the heads, three bald, receding hairline, gigantic heads of these three huge creatures who don't appear to be able to see in dark very well, making their way, sniffing towards the campsite. And now that you're up there and you're looking around, you don't think they're really uh, smelling a scent like uh, like an animal would. They're smelling a, a, a cold campfire. They're they're attracted by the smell of the, of the, the fire that was put out. Gotcha. But they're being pretty accurate. They're going slowly towards uh, the camp area. All right. Uh, if if I see that, then I will uh, start making my way back to re- report the findings. Maybe we can prepare ourselves for uh, the incoming. With your fly speed, you get right back to where the campsite is. And you can see everybody's up on their feet. Did somebody bother to wake up Mavu? I, I'm figuring somebody probably going to wake up Mavu. Um, head back to the camp area, and everybody's awake at this point, getting you know, getting their gear together, whatever they may have taken off uh, for rest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Gird thy loins, they approacheth. <laughs> <laughs> Can I um, no. uh, use thaumaturgy to create a sound thirty feet away from us? Yes. Okay. Ooh. I don't know what sound to choose. Does thaumaturgy uh, let you do sense? <laughs> Frying bacon. Um, it's uh, that's what I was thinking actually of doing like a campfire smell, but I don't I don't think I can create a scent. Um, I can make my voice boom. I can make flames. I can make tremors in the ground. Um, can uh, create an instant sound. Um, cause an unlocked door window to fly open or slam shut or alter the appearance of my eyes. 
Yeah, do the eye thing. (laughs) I was hoping Minor Illusion would let me do sense, but that is not explicit in the text either, which makes all of the sense for Minor Illusion. Right. Um, But I want to try that, at least maybe to give us some more time uh, to, I don't, plan? Maybe distract them with something? So um, they're coming from basically the northeast, the roads behind you. Where do you want to put the smell? Um, back, like, toward the way of the road that we're not going, but into the woods, as far as I can. Does that make sense? So back towards Cauldron? Yeah, like back the way that we came. Okay. Uh, You cast your thaumaturgy, and you create the smell. You can smell it pretty well, so you figure... If something is tracking that smell, they will smell it as well. Okay. So are we just trying to divert them entirely in the hopes that they don't investigate well, the smell, find us, and then come to the, to us? Or do we want to draw them over there and stage an ambush of some kind? Or I, I, I wanted to talk about it, and that, and that just allowed us like a little bit of time to decide. Because if they're giants, we could try to make friends with them, and then they could read what's on that... Um, Artifact that Farazon kept. Hmm. Interesting. Very yes. interesting. Giants are friend, not food. You have advantage. On what? <laughs> On uh, everything. <laughs> yay! Inspiration. Yeah, that's what I'm Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> but if we want to attack them, I'm down with that too. I just want to make sure everybody's on the same page. Are they are they beasts or are they or are they giants? These are giants. Very, Do you know? Very. Spectro, you may not have ever seen one before in your life. In person. I don't think that I would have, no. But I, I mean, um, can you they are them? as as they're described. <laughs> they yeah, be, exactly. Maybe giant. <laughs> That's how I know they're giants, though I've never seen one. Do they have any they sort of... Might be giants. Ha, 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 ha. It's Oh yeah, Double. that's nice. That worked out. Yeah, Double secret disadvantage. <laughs> um, as far as what Matt said, I could see from my vantage point above the tree line, all I could see were heads. It, I, I think, Fairzon, you were starting to ask me if I could tell if they were armed or armored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw chrome domes where yeah. there shouldn't have been chrome domes. <laughs> okay. Then, then I will uh, see if I can speak to them. And Fairzone's gonna start walking. If you if you'll tell me which which direction to walk, so that I don't fall off the mountain, but because I, I cannot see very well. Uh, Spectro, I mean, I can I can hold your hand and walk you in the general direction. Be your eye, be like your blind seeing eye. <laughs> seeing uh, I, seeing eye halfling. Uh, halfling. Yeah. <laughs> do do you all want to go? Okay, okay. but I'm gonna try and remain hidden. Okay. Yes, just stay stay hidden b- behind me, and I will I will take point. Yeah, I mean, I can I can bamf. You yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. It's there. It's very easy for me to leave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll give um, Farzon guidance and hang back with Tarathiel. Okay. And Farzon, you're gonna go uh, to to where alone, he can shout. Yeah, yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. So to where I can uh, get me within shouting distance, Petro. Okay. 
Do you want to hold my hand or how do you want to do this? Ride on uh, your shoulders? I'll, I'll, I'll put my hand on your shoulder. Okay. It'd be more fun if I rode on your shoulders and just kind of steered you. You know, had my hands <laughs> on your head. Energy. And... Like from the, like the, the ratatouille. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Ratatouille. In honor of. Spectre in honor Tony. of, uh, God, I can't remember think of her name now, but uh, Master Blaster. I don't, um, I don't know that one. Who runs Spottertown? Beyond the Thunderdome. I can't remember her name. She just died. Thank you. All right, so, uh, Farazon, you start moving towards the sound, and I'm going to kick it over to the map. Gasp. Oh. Somebody seems disappointed in your decision. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have the where I've got Rathiel and Alma is about ten feet north of the camp area. Um in order to, to come through and see what's going on. Uh Ferzon, you can't see, right? It's dark, but you do hear um, the sound of them, you hear, you hear trees breaking in the distance, you hear uh, muttering between them, and you speak the language. You understand uh, this well enough because it's it's kind of, uh, well, there's no Goliath in the game. So is Goliath a language or does it say giant? It says giant. It says giant. Okay. So I was, I, yeah, I didn't sure, I don't know that we ever discussed whether or not they had their own dialect, but I always kind of thought them as half giants anyway, so. Okay, so you hear them, and it's almost like a, a, a tribal sounding out, like um, it wouldn't make sense in the conversation, but it's it's like they're giving each other guidance, you know, mm -hmm. uh, two steps, nothing, two steps towards me, like that. And they're slowly moving through the area to the north that you can't really see because it's too dark. Yeah. But Spectro, uh, what's your, uh, what is your dark vision range? Uh, let me double check that. I think that it's 60 feet, but let me be a doubly sure real quick. Uh, okay. yeah, 60 feet. So they're just now hitting the edge of your dark vision. All right. I let, uh, fares on. No, I, I can see them. Okay. They're um, dead ahead. All right. And um, did we have um, we we've got an, an ever burning torch? I, I believe. Let me. I think I've got one in my inventory. Yeah, you usually stick it in your belt. Yeah. Um, so he's going to. Is that is that a is that a command on command off sort of thing? It's permanently on all the okay. time. All right, all right. So um, uh, Ferzon's going to pull it out of the quiver. You know, out of the, uh, the, um, what is it? Quiver of Alhana or whatever it is. Huh? And, uh, he, uh Spe Spetro, tell me which direction they are. And he, or can Farazon hear them? That's you can hear them okay. well enough. You can't see them. They're basically, you know, invisible to you because you can't tell, but you know they're directly in front of you, you know, okay. feet. Okay. So he's going to, um, Spetro, I am about to, Shed a little light on the situation. If you want to step behind me, yeah, I'm gonna. I I work best in the darkness, so I'm just gonna bamf okay. like over here somewhere. Okay, uh, he's going to pull out the 
pull out the ever burning torch and just kind of hold it, hold it over his. I'm making this a little prettier. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, continue. Oh, that's great. Um, so he pulls it out, kind of holding it, holding it aloft, and um, <laughs> I got left shifted. Um, and he will call out in giant. He says, um, "Yeah, are you seeking us as enemies, or are you seeking us for conversation?" So you pull the torch out, and it basically gives you good good light for thirty feet, and then darker, you know, uh, dim light, dark light for the the second thirty feet. Yeah. And at the edge, just at the very edge, as you pull that torch out, you see these huge giants stop in the light. And you say that, and they almost tilt their head like a dog listening to what you're saying. And one of them just gutturally says, What are you doing here? We are traveling, but we do not look, we are not looking for trouble. We heard you are approaching our camp. And they move forward five feet. One of them yells to the other one, close in. So he can see them now, right? He can see you now because you're now in bright light. Well, I'm, I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't agree no. to this. <laughs> I was trying to stay within telep- uh, telepathic range, but if I, if like I'm. If he pulls out a thing and it, I just need to be in dim light. Yeah. Uh, to be able to teleport, I don't have to be in uh, complete darkness. So, in order for you to be invisible, you have to be. They have to use dark vision, which they do not use. Right, right. I'm just talking about for just my teleportation thing, not to be invisible. Oh, to them. with the torch, it's still casting shadows like crazy. I mean, yeah, you're bright light from his point of view, and you're next to a law. Yeah, you've got shadows all over the place. Okay. You don't have to worry That's about why. That. I, it's a, I was hoping that w- with torchlight, I would I'd position myself behind this log so that I would have a good chance at a shadow, at least. Yep. I know they'll be able to see me. I'm not worried about that part. I okay. just want to be able to, you know, leave <laughs> if I need to. And uh, Trathion Alma, you can see because of the torch now that these large, hulking creatures talking to Ferzon are slowly moving forward. Ferzon's going to kind of kind of toss the toss the torch, you know, about I don't know five five ten feet in front of him, and he's going to pull out the uh, um, pull out the long staff, and he'll he'll whirl it, kind of kind of you know, uh, you know, kind of that that spinning spinning that the martial artists do with their uh, with their bow staffs, and he'll plant it in front of him, and as he does, he's going to um, uh, this is mostly for flavor. Uh, use a cantrip, uh, uh, green flame blade, and he's gonna like, just let the let the light of it or let the the top of it light up in that in that that magical flame. And he says, "We do not wish to have trouble with you. If you continue to advance, we will defend ourselves." And the one that's been doing the most talking after you do that presentation with your staff takes his 
gigantic club and whirls it around. <laughs> kind of like Tombstone, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he and hawks a big green luger on it and slings it out, kind of mocking you and your staff. And they take it in a step forward. All right. Telepathically, he says, well, it'll, <laughs> he says telepathically, uh, find a spot. Looks like we're in for, in for trouble. <laughs> so he's just, he's just going to take a, take a few steps back. Um, you know, to kind of let, let that torch be, just be out there. And this gonna, is the one that's been speaking, by yeah. the way, the center one. Yep. Yep. Hmm. So you drop that torch. And they do, you know, do that little present, you know, the the showing off of the staff. Mm-hmm. And after that, after he does his part, he see him voice over to this one. Ignore the little one. This one has enough meat for all of us. <laughs> and in, in in giant, he's he's he, uh, you know, brings the staff to a defensive position. He says, "I assure you, I am much tougher than I look." <laughs> And I'm more meaty than I look. That's what I would say. <laughs> right. You look at a wire. If, oh, if I knew what they were talking, or dang what they it! Were saying. I for, I forgot. But um, Fairzone's very smart, and he would have remembered this. <laughs> Can we have given those uh, gauntlets to to Spetro, the gauntlets of Ogre Power? Because I I remember thinking we needed to give yeah. them to him, and I remember I that last week after the fight. Okay, okay, that's <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay, you say that. Yep. Roll initiative. Because they all three just roar as they charge in. Everybody? Yes, go ahead and everybody roll initiative. My God. It's <laughs> funny, I had a potential random encounter set up. Not expecting it to happen, but it did. Mine, hold on, I don't think... Uh... We see you. That's Mavu's. Uh, I don't have him on the map. Yeah, I mean, mine's showing up, but I think I have a thing that, like, should be adding stuff, and it's not for initiative. Uh, I'll I'll look that up, because it's adding my initiative that is reflected on the page, but I think I get something else. I don't know. Maybe it's already added in? Because it's a Dread Ambushers. You add your Wisdom modifier, which is plus two to initiative rolls at the start of your first turn of each combat, blah, blah, blah. So, but it might be already added in. My initiative plus five. What is that? Dex usually. Yes, it's it's yeah. little. It's just Dex. So the wizards. Okay, yeah, it's added Mavu. in. Then we're good. The wizards, Mavu. Okay. Yeah, that's Mavu. All right, who got above twenty? All right, fifteen to twenty. Yep. Fares on sixteen. Yep. Fares on sixteen for Tarathil as well. What you got, Tarathil? Who's sixteen as well? Who, who, between the two of you, who's going first? Uh, probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, Fezon can. Okay. Okay. 10 to 15? I am a 12. 12. And Alma. <laughs> 10. 10. All right. So they got a natural 20. Yeah, they're initiative. Good thing that they're just going to ignore me then, I guess. And they do. <laughs> uh, they all three just charge. Uh, uh, 
uh, running right past you, it, uh, provoking. Yeah, I might as well. Right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> are we getting fully into this combat? We're at like the two hour mark. Are we? Are we gonna? Oh, is it two hours? Jump into this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's eleven. You know what? They go first. Go ahead and roll your attack of opportunity. See what happens with that. Alrighty. I shall jab at thee. Well, not you, but you know, the giants uh, tend to hit, which likely misses. This giant nimbly beast dances out of the way of your (laughs) slow foot, I suppose. And we will see what they do on their first turn next week. Wow, that was a quick two hours. I know, right? (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Time's time's fun when you're having flies. (laughs) Yes. Oh, everybody, thanks for joining us. Sorry about the voice. Hopefully it'll be better next week. <laughs> yep. We'll I think we if, had uh, yeah, I think we had Cowart, uh Papa Zero Cool. Did I miss anybody? I guess uh, I guess uh Mama Zero Cool's in the room too, so thank you. Very cool when you're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twice as good. And we'll pick up yeah. Next Monday, nine o'clock. Uh that's not a holiday or anything. Today's a holiday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Have a good one. These these three cousins will make paste of. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Cousins. Yeah, I, I thought I could at least you know negotiate with them a little bit, but guess not. You didn't try any persuasion checks, or whoop. Yeah. But you're really good at persuading. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't. I wasn't Don't sure. eat me. It's <laughs> like gave you guidance, help you along. <laughs> Tell them good things. <laughs> All right. All right. Have a good night. Papa Zero Cool. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Bye. time. Have a good one. <laughs>